Hey guys, and welcome to the Mental Health Check-In Podcast. This is your mental health bestie, Bree, and this is where we talk about where faith meets mental health. Our goal is to encourage your faith and inspire you on your mental health journey. All right, hey guys, so before we start this podcast episode, I was, because I'm being delivered from the spirit of perfection, um, I had to record this episode um, three different times, so some of the clips sound different, um, and because the enemy is so crafty, I am always, um, you know, trying my best to record this episode when there's not a lot of noise, so if you hear that the audio is just different, um, please bear with me. It's still a great message, and because I am separating myself from the spirit of perfectionness, I did not re-record this episode for you guys because I'm not perfect and I want you to know that despite there may be mishaps or the enemy trying to come in and disrupt you from what God is calling you to do you still need to do it in Jesus name so you know I'm just giving y'all a little pre-warning before the episode starts but yeah enjoy the episode thank you Hello guys and welcome to the Mental Check In Podcast. This is your mental health first yeah. This is your mental health bestie break. If this is your first time on um my side of the internet, I am a content creator, um, a business owner, and a author. You know, I love Jesus, Jesus loves me, and I love all things mental health, rather that's creating a character um with some mental health issues or having a podcast that talks about where faith meets mental health um i care about your mental health okay i am assumed to be licensed therapist so amen to that that's a little mini update on our podcast um your girls in school you know in school has been very much schooling um, I am a pursuit of a psychology degree. So your girl is in mental med school, basically, okay? And the material is definitely materialing. And, you know, it's rough out here in the streets. So I am, you know, a little worn out, a little tired, but I'm trusting God every step of the way, okay? So today's episode is called Don't Play Yourself, Okay, or check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what I should have named it. But it's don't play yourself. So let's go over our mental health check-in podcast checklist. Okay, because a checklist is very important. So one, I want you to clear your mind. I want you to remove all distractions. Every single last thing, you know, um, if it is your kids playing with their toys in the next room or playing with their toys in that room, grab some earbuds and do what you got to do, okay? Um, if your husband is getting on your nerves or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or, uh, your wife, for my men and my women on this podcast, okay? Um, you know, just, just try to hide in the bathroom or something. That That's what I actually should have did, um, today. My pets are very loud and my the rest of my house wakes up in about 15 minutes. So I'm going to pray to the good Lord because he care about some things um, that I'm able to get this episode recorded um, without any noise. But if, 
if there's noise in the back room, I pray that it doesn't distract you because your girl is very low on time and this is the time that I have to record this episode, okay? Uh, I want you to have a journal so you can take some notes. Um, this, you know, is a pod- these podcast episodes are always an extension of my Bible study with God and this is how I get the material. So I pray that it speaks to you. I pray that God speaks to you through the podcast. Um, also, step number three is to make room for God to speak to you. So, you know, uh, clearing your mind and having a journal um, really allows God to have your full attention. You know, so if you feel like this episode could be for you as we go along and, you know, get into it, um, I pray that you are able to listen past the distractions, listen past anything else that's trying to take your focus away from the message at hand. Um, and I also want you to grab a cup of tea or something soothing to drink. I only have some water. Um, I actually should have got some tea because, you know, the girl's getting a little sicky sack. It's not cold that, but a little sicky sack. And I really could use something soothing to drink. But you know what? It's quiet right now, and I'm going to continue to win while I'm ahead, okay? So, our focus verse for today is Psalms 32, verses 8 through 11. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and brillo to keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked but unfailing love surrounds those who trust in the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All you who obey him, shout for joy. All you whose hearts are pure. And that is Psalms 32, verse 8 through 11. And that is the New Living Translation that I just read. So, happy Valentine's Day, besties. Um... Yes, I know it was yesterday, but that's okay because you can celebrate all week long if you need to. Um, How does Valentine's Day make you feel? Valentine's Day for me in the past, um, I've usually just felt all of the emotions that a single woman in her late 20s um, who is a hopeless romantic uh, can feel, you know? So every every emotion that I can feel, I probably felt. Um, I felt happy that I'm not in a meaningless relationship, but, you know, a bit sad that I don't have the relationship that I actually desire, but, you know, it's it's okay. Um, Now, your girl has been single for quite a long time, and by a long time, I mean over 10 years, and to be honest, it has been filled with me um, wasting my time, affection, and, you know, a little bit of prayers on men, who simply did not deserve them. So that brings me to our first question. Question number one is, do you trust God to be the author of your love story? Um, And as for me and my household, um, we trust God with our love story, okay? Um, Because to be honest, I never got it right on my own. You know, I've dated and I did the dating apps. I did you know, meeting men in person, um, meeting men on social media, uh, and none of them have worked because I um, have a standard for myself and 
I, you know, was told that my standards may be a little too high, but you know, ain't nothing too hard for God, okay? And all my standards are literally just asking for a great man that's going to treat me with respect, that's not going to do the bare minimum, um, that loves Jesus and loves Jesus, loves Jesus out loud without being the Pharisees, you know, if you know, you know. Uh, a Pharisees is AKA a very judgmental person because no, thank you. Um, and also, you know, don't let me get on my soapbox. Okay. Cause I'm not going to get on my soapbox yet, but you know, as for me and my household, we, you know, are not just accepting the, the scraps when it comes to these men out here, because some of them need to step their cookies up because they are crumbling. Okay. No, thank you. So, Let's hop into the verse for a little bit, okay? So, Psalms 32, um, that's my boy, David. David was talking about forgiveness that is given to us by God, um, by repenting, which means to confess your sins to God. And I'm just going to, let uh, you know, tell you a little bit about David. You know, so David first hopped up on the scene when he was a teenager, okay, um, David had some older brothers. I don't know how old his brothers were. I mean, how many older brothers he had, but he, he had a couple older brothers. So, um, and I remember some of the brothers' names, but I don't remember his dad's name. And that's okay because, you know, I don't have to remember. It's not really relevant to the story right now, but if you want to know, you guys can read, um, you can read First Samuel chapter 16, okay? First Samuel chapter 16. So, um, David first hopped on the scene when he was a teenager. And um, David, you know, he really had to trust God with his life in all areas. Uh, David was anointed by um, the prophet um, Samuel. To be king, God told him to go find a new king after Saul, who was the current king of Israel. Um, Saul didn't do what he had to do, you know, and God, God's will will always be done. Okay. And if you do not do what God is telling you to do, God finna find somebody else to do it. Okay. Um, and that's what happened to Saul. Saul wasn't doing what he had to do. So God said, I would be old and end with the new. And then here came my boy, David, okay? But David was anointed by the prophet Samuel to be king of Israel when he was a teenager. But he didn't actually become king until he was 30 years old. So I don't really know how old. It doesn't say how old uh, David was for sure when he was anointed by the prophet Samuel. Um, but let's just think about, you know, we're going to throw a random number out there. And if that's not your ministry, then that's okay. This is just, you know, for timeline purposes for my people who need to see it out loud in a living color. So let's say uh, our friend David was what? Let's say uh, he was like 16, okay? Let's say he was 16 and then he didn't actually become anointed to be king until he was 30 years old. So that is what? 14 years? That's 14 years of knowing that you're going to be king and having to trust God every year every step of the way um when david you know david eventually became um 
he he began to work for uh Saul. I forgot what his job was. I think he was to play he was supposed to play music because you know what this or am I lying? Jesus. Um okay, you know what? Here we go. David a couple, you know, a little bit later, David had defeated Goliath, you know, David and Goliath. Um Saul was the king at the time and David came to uh we're gonna say the battlefield to bring his brothers some food okay because his dad told him to go down and bring his brothers some food because they was hungry and goliath was a giant and goliath was um you know they was just too scared they wasn't beating the uh goliath and they didn't want to do it so here comes david was like oh bro you know let me do it um here go me and my uh and my slingshot and my rocks and we finna kill something and he did just that so um our bull saw was very much impressed and was like you know what i like you um i want you to come and work for me but i believe he worked for um he worked for saw playing music i want to say that is right um and your girl is not a bible scholar at all um you know let me not lie like that i do know my word but I be getting stories mixed up. Um, so I am going to look it up really quick because I really would like to know. Um, and if you know, if you know, you know, and I'm proud of you for knowing. Um, but your girl wants to look it up because I didn't think that I would want to know. But, you know, I would, I would actually like to know. Ow! Your girl was right, okay? Yes, 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 yes. He started playing music for Saul, okay? Um, we're going to praise the Lord for that. We're going to pray the Lord. Uh, praise the Lord for me knowing my Bible, okay? Because I did not want to give you guys, um, I definitely did not want to give you guys false information, Um but amen, because David, he first was a shepherd, you know, he was tended to the sheep. And then, um, you know, Saul needed David to play the, the lyre, the lyre. I don't know what that is, but you know what? It's a music instrument. So David was also so very close, you know, as he became, um, we're going to say, uh, Saul's personal, um, personal musician okay he had to he knew that he was going to be king because the prophet samuel told him but so here you go as a person who um has been pretty much overlooked in his life he was overlooked by his father overlooked by his brothers um because when samuel first came to his house and was um and told his dad hey one of your sons are going to be uh, the king of the next king of Israel, and his dad was like, "Okay, bet here come my son." Bam, 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 bam. He started pulling out all the sons. Samuel like, mm, "It's not him. Ooh, it's not him. Ooh, it's not him. And ooh, it's definitely not him." And he was like, "I know you have another son here. Where is he?" And David's dad basically he didn't even think that David would ever be king, so he didn't even bother to call him in the house. David was still outside tended to the shepherd i mean tended to the sheep so his dad was like oh yeah i forgot i got one more son back there my youngest son but it's probably not him and samuel said uh use a lie 
because it is him. So he, David goes from being anointed by a prophet to uh, being Saul's personal, um, being Saul, oh, he goes to, you know, defeating Goliath. He is playing the musical instrument for Saul. And then Saul later on is trying to kill him because he is jealous of all of the attention that David is getting um, from the people in Israel uh, because David out here doing things. And when you're anointed, you're anointed. And God took his hand off of Saul's life and then put it on David. So David, it's all this time that is passing and David is having to trust God every step of the way until he is king. Um, so I feel like the same can be applied for us with our love life. We go out and we meet um, we meet these people who we think that we can do life with. Some who we actually do life with. Um, rather, you know, you date for a couple years, you almost get married, you possibly get married, and then it just doesn't work out because, you know, we are not fully trusting God with... Um, with the area of our love life. So David was king for over uh, for 40 years over Israel, and he had many moments of disobedience, which he needed forgiveness for. And I know that we can all relate to him as far as the not listening aspect of it, because honestly, we all have had our hard-headed moments in life. You know, but we are really talking about in these dating streets. Like, I'm going to go back to the verse for a second. So verse 8 says, the Lord said, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. God is literally letting us know that we are not alone out here when we're dating. I'm a firm believer in he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord, you know. But sometimes we be out here doing too much. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with putting yourself out there. Or being presented and what I mean by that is like you know looking good smelling good you know feeling good you know but that man is not going to find you in the house sis you have to go places he's not sitting him to your doorstep and I hate to break it to you but you do actually have to leave the house there I said it now let's connect to the verse if God told you to go to Target, but you go to Walmart instead, you may have just missed out on your man, sis. Now, if you're thinking like God doesn't care about little things such as supermarkets, you are sadly mistaken. He cares about all things, especially your pockets. Now, this is just a simple example of God guiding us. But some of us have a hard, have hard times with instructions from the Lord. Like, we could literally be, you know, out here presenting ourselves like Ruth, you know, Ruth, my girl, if you're not familiar with the story of Ruth, please go ahead and read it, um, because I always want you guys to go back and check for biblical context, um, behind this podcast, like, I don't want you to just take my word for it and be like, oh yeah, because Bree said, uh, David did this and he did it, no, because I know I'm not all here lying, <laughs> Now, I'm not, but I'm just saying, you know, like, I want you to go back and actually learn the word of God for yourself and study it for yourself um, so that you know. But, you know, Ruth was out here being presented just like David was out here. You know, God presented him in different situations. Now, they have those two things in common. 
David was presented and Ruth was presented. You know, David, it wasn't in a romantic sense for David, um, but he was presented. That's how he got to um, going to fight Goliath because God presented him in a way for him to bring his brothers some food. And instead of it just being like, oh, Saul, here is somebody that, you know, can fight. David was just, he was just doing work. You know, his dad told him to go drop off some food. And he said, okay, dad, I'm going to go do that. Being obedient. And that is the main context. You know, that's the main verb for today. Be obedient to where God is calling you. Whether it's in your romantic life, your platonic life, your job, it doesn't matter. So the next verse may apply to you. Verse number nine says, don't be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and brillo to keep it under control. Now, when I first read this, I was like, what in the world is a bit and a brittle? Um, so, of course, I went to Google University and I looked it up. So, horses are considered one of the smartest animals in the world. And a bit is a piece of, is that piece of metal that fits into the horse's mouth and it aids in communication between the horse and the rider. A brittler is used to control or direct the horse. Uh, hopefully, I'm saying that right. If I'm not... Just bless my heart, okay? God is telling us, don't be stupid, sis, basically, and make him have to get us under control. Now, of course, he's gentle in his approach, if that's what you need. But for those who need to be snatched up by the edges, that direct approach is for you. Sometimes I need to be snatched up by my edges. Not all the time, though. Don't make God take over the reins in your life and get you in order. Like, I, I would rather you just get yourself in order instead of making God have to get you in order because I don't think that's going to be fun, okay? So question number two is, do you remember the time God had to check you about who you were dating and do you remember the lesson that you learned? So as for me, this is a couple years ago, I was interested in this guy um, that I met through my friends. You know, he was nice. He loved Jesus. I love Jesus. Um, and, you know, uh, we had some things in common. We ended up working on a project together. And, you know, to me, he he wasn't really interested. But to my friends, you know, he was shy. He was nervous. And, you know, he's like, just put yourself out there. And I'm like, okay. Um, but, you know, there is a fine line between putting yourself out there and doing too much. So I was on the side of the line of doing too much. Like, um, you know, reaching out to him. Seeing if he wanted to hang out, you know, all, all, only friend things, you know, very, very platonic. Um, but I was, you know, indeed showing my interest. And um, for me, you know, it's kind of like I was doing all the chasing, even though I was kind of, I was just like trying to feel him out and trying to get to know him. Um, but it was just, mm, it was too much. So, you know, we went out on a friend hangout. Uh, to the movies I believe it how many times did we go uh, I think we, we hung out a couple of times and, and I just I don't know I just didn't feel comfortable around him I did not feel comfortable I was just like mm, maybe not mm, I don't know and every time I would, I would bring it up to my friends just like oh well you know like he, he nervous like you know you can be intimidating sometimes and they had very good intentions with what they said um, because I am a very uh, 
passionate woman and very strong-minded and all those great and amazing things but it was just it was just a lot you know so I was just like okay and then eventually like you know my feelings got involved a little bit enough for me to go from the level of like oh we're friends to oh like I like him let's you know let's dissect that so I uh you know and I felt like he liked me, but he never said anything. So I was just like, okay. Um, so we ended up, you know, I, I ended up messaging him. And I was like, yeah, you know, do you want to hang out? I want to talk to you about something. And he was like, okay, cool. Um, and he ended up, like, not meeting me. Where, like, he stood me up. And it was very, I didn't like it. You know, <laughs> I didn't like it. So the lesson that I learned is don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations with men who don't make you comfortable don't be out here chasing any man um his interest or disinterest is very much an answer um and also you know i don't you know i don't care how shy quote unquote a man is uh, men are born pursue us like they're going to pursue if that's the last thing they do. Um, and if I am too much of a woman for a certain type of man, then that's not the certain type of man I want, okay? In Jesus' name. So that was a lesson that I learned. Um, and I learned that I don't have to, you know, quiet myself down or do do less for somebody else to feel more comfortable. Like, if you're not comfortable, that should, uh, that's your testimony, Okay. So yeah, that's what I learned in that lesson. And you know what? I ain't never chased a man since. Like, not that I like chased him, but I, I did too much, more than what I wanted to do, more than what I've ever done. And even if it's just I'm always texting you first, so I'm always checking on you, checking checking in on you. That's doing too much to me. Now everybody else got different definitions of doing too much. And that's your testimony, but that ain't mine. Um, so you know, think about that question for yourself. And see how it made you feel. Like, what red flags did you ignore? What did you pay attention to? What made you comfortable? What made you uncomfortable? Um, Because those feelings that we have in our spirit, in our heart, in our body when we first encounter people and meet people, those are the things that we should pay attention to. Um, You know, I feel like the Holy Spirit that resides in you knows more about your comfortability level and the things that you're okay with before your before your own mind can recognize it like you just don't feel comfortable around a certain type of person and sometimes we ignore that um and it's not great you know so yeah think about that for yourself so back to the verse now i am not an over-religious queen who believes everything is a sin but directly disobeying God is indeed one. You know when God is telling you not to talk to a guy or a woman for my men who listen to the podcast. Shout out to y'all. Um, but we just be wanting to feel loved or we want to feel connection. And um, honestly, it's just a waste of time. Like we are giving people access to us when they sometimes are sent by the enemy as a distraction to throw us off. We ignore the red flags and we just choose to see what we want to see. Um, until we get our feelings hurt and or are humiliated and we go crying to God like oh God I thought that 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 no girl sir we thought but God said no I didn't tell you to think that I was trying to tell you I was trying to show you 
who this person was, but you weren't paying attention. Now, I know you like, sis, why are you coming for us like this a couple days after Valentine's Day? But I just, you know, I really want this to sink in for you guys um, because we we hold on to more hurt. We hold on, more, hold on to more pain than we ever actually need to. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't actually have to be that hard. You know, we just have to listen. We have to open our eyes and not not go off, you know, what we see or what somebody is telling us, but what somebody is actually what they're showing us. Because so, people are always going to show you who they are. You just have to pay attention. You know, you just have to use the good God, the eyes that God gave you. OK, because he gave you two of them. Um, and if you can't see. You know, ask the Lord to show you in a different way. <laughs> so the verse goes on to say, this is verse 11. Sorry, this is verse 10 and 11. Many pains come, many pains come to the wicked, but the one who trusts in the Lord will have faithful love surrounding him. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All you who obey him, shout for joy. All you whose heart are pure. Now that pain that comes attached to disobedience really hits different. It's difficult and it sets us back sometimes. Now, you know, we as Christians are supposed to be the ones who trust in the Lord. Now, I know personally that it is hard to trust in, trust in God. Like, I feel like sometimes we are able to trust God in one area and not always for the next. And, you know, if I'm going to be the one to say it, I'm going to be the one to say it. That's hard, you know, and I and I know that for me, like that's my testimony. I can trust God in certain areas, but not in other areas, and and that's not God's fault. I just, you know, I need to do better when it comes to that. But you know, also we can bring those feelings to God, and He will, and He has personally helped me with that in certain areas. Faithful love, you know, remains loyal and steadfast. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm just trying to feel love and happiness and the kind that God gives. These past five out of the 10 years of my single season has been full of happiness and joy because I am enjoying life how I want to. I'm not waiting for a person to come along in order for me to move into a house or travel the world. Um, in June of 2022, I traveled the other side of the world. I went to Italy, Spain, France, and it was beautiful. You know, I'm not waiting for a person to come in and do the things that make me happy, like going after my dreams. So like the verse says, I am shouting for joy. Save yourself the heartbreak and a heartache for those who are in relationships. I pray that the person is giving you God's love in human form, because that's the standard. I don't believe that we should be suffering in relationships for the sake of love. Um, now for those who do, that's your testimony. Um, you know, but those who are still single, I want you to find a person that is your prayer partner and not your prayer point. Um, all right, I'm finna stop preaching. because uh, I don't need nobody in my DMs trying to curse me out because you know they're offended. But if you don't believe, please read first Corinthians verse uh chapter 13, verses four to seven. That's the love verse. Like it's literally that's literally God's standard for love. Um, so our last question, and this is a rhetorical question. You know, you can answer, but I really, I really want you to think about it. Will you let God? My bad, y'all. <laughs> My alarm started going off. Um, but what I was going to say, the last question is, will you let God write your love story? Or do you want to do it yourself? You already know my answer, but I will let you think of yours. 
So here are some takeaways. Do not be out here getting your heart broke for the sake of love. Don't make God snatch you up. <laughs> and God's love is the standard for our relationship. And here are some verses to remember. Proverbs 18, 22. Psalm 32, verses 8 through 11. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7. So we're going to pray us out as always. Daily Father, as we pray today, God, we thank you for the day, Lord. We thank you for the ability to love, to love each other, to love others, to love ourselves more importantly, God. I pray that if anybody um, who are out here and are single and, you know, they did that they desire a relationship, God, I pray that they will first find their relationship, the love that they are searching for within themselves. Um, I pray that they will receive your love in this full capacity. And I also pray that they will, um, that you will bless them with a purpose partner who loves them fully, loves them deeply, and most importantly, loves them how you love us. God, I pray that you would heal any broken hearts that we have. Um, and I pray that you would continue to just be the great and amazing God that you are for us. We love you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. All right, guys, I've had so many interruptions since this day has started. <laughs> but you know what? We are praying for a content studio. Um, so pray on my behalf that God will bless me with um, a content room where I can just do these podcasts without my pets, without other factors in a way. Um, but yeah, I thank you guys for listening. And I pray that this episode was everything that you needed to hear. Um, and I pray you will come back next week. So feel free to message me, share some things with me on social media if you like. You can follow me on Instagram at Brianna Michelle. That's B-R-I-Y-A-N-N-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Um, on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So I thank you guys. I love you guys. Have a great and amazing and beautiful week. Bye. Peace out.